0: Hello and welcome. This is Connie Reagan Green from Huge Profits, com with another call in the podcast series. Today, I've gone across the pond to be able to speak with Heather Bestel. Heather, are you there? Hello, Connie. I'm here. Lovely to speak to you. Yes, it's so wonderful. You and I have been connected for so many years online, and I hope to meet you in person at some point, and you live in beautiful Scotland.
1: I do, so now, Scotland. Tell
0: us about that. You know, have you always lived in, in Scotland? Where did you live before? And tell us tell us a little bit more about you. Uh,
1: thank you. We, um, I was born in Liverpool. A lot of your listeners have heard of Liverpool. That's where the Beatles come from. The Beatles. And,
0: uh, <laughs> so now, that was that was before your time, so you didn't hang out yeah. with the Beatles. Sorry. No, no, okay. I didn't hang out
1: with them. No. No. Um, <laughs> I have heard stories in my family that other family members went to the same school as them, uh, maybe met them. I do share my birthday, it's the same date, 18th of June, as Paul McCartney. So that's my claim to fame. Never met them, though, but that would be lovely. And, yeah. So and
0: he was the cute beetle. That's what we called him, the cute <laughs> was one. I prefer John always. So.
1: Oh, and I, my favorite was George.
0: Oh, George! He was patron. very introspective, yes,
1: he was very spiritual, yes, yes. so <laughs> so that's where I come from um and about ten years ago i we had a very busy life, very stressful, very busy. I am a psychotherapist and ran a very busy stress management consultancy. I was travelling around the u k speaking at conferences. Um, I'd taken a lot, and I was lecturing at Liverpool University to counsellors that were doing a master's there. So there was lots of preparation work going on. We had our daughter. She was eight, and I was sitting on um, the Parent Teachers Association. I was the chair of that, and I was a governor at her old nursery. So I, I, very, I know you do this as well. I, I feel very strongly about giving back the community, so I was doing lots of voluntary work, raising money for different charities and things. I was also a business mentor with uh, the Prince's Trust, Prince Charles's Business Trust over here, that's helping (laughs) young people to set up in business. So I had all these things going on, very, very busy. And uh, from a a professional perspective, I knew that it, it wasn't kind of serving me well. Um, As a stress management consultant, I was talking every day about balance, and I realized I wasn't walking my talk. And my husband was um, in a very busy job as well. So we decided that we'd like to move from busy Liverpool City, and we moved 200 miles north, crossed the border into Scotland, turned left, and carried on going um, and stopped just before we fell into the sea. (laughs) And now here we are. We are, um, we're surrounded by water on three sides, and we're in the middle, nestled amongst the Galloway Hills, so out of my office window now, I can see snow on the mountains, and just fields for as far as the eye can see, and lots of sheep who've, who've got lots of baby lambs, it's lambing season over here, so it's beautiful, surrounded by animals on a farm, and I run my business from here, so I took my very busy stress management consultancy and psychotherapy practice online. We came up here in 2006. I came online in 2007 and started helping people with their stress, um, helping them have more energy, getting more done in their lives and their business. And I met you just after that, probably in that year, 2007, 2008, Mm -hmm. via the internet marketing community, and what attracted me to you becoming part of your community was that while so many other people were were presenting me with all these get-rich-quick-and-this-will-make-you-millions type of product, you stood out as you had this steadfast philosophy of being very open and honest, giving solid practical advice and information, and you genuinely wanted to help people and see them do well and grow their business. So you were like a beacon to me. <laughs> it was, well, thank was you
0: so
1: much, Heather. Oh, that totally true. There were all these other kind of shiny objects being kind of put in, my, my, in front of me, and what I needed was somebody to just say, you know, this is, this is about hard work, this is about getting the fundamentals right, getting the foundations in place, and building yourself something that's worthwhile and genuine. And since then... That's uh, almost ten years. I've, I've, my, you've become my voice of reason, if you like, my foundation to go back to. So whenever I do get distracted, because I still now again, I get distracted by the shiny objects that everyone else is chasing, and I have to stop, and I ask myself, <laughs> I ask myself, what would Connie do? Oh, <laughs> well, that's so oh uh, so even if I've not spoken to you or seen you around. on on social media for a while I still have your voice in my head and I ask myself what would Connie do and I always go back to strengthening those solid foundations so you are like my I know everyone's heard of the Beatles I don't know if you've heard of Mary Berry you are my Mary Berry she is one of our national treasures she's the queen of baking she's the authority on cooking in the UK and the thing about Mary is that her recipes um, are so classic, and everyone knows that you don't question a method. You don't try and take your own shortcuts. You just follow the instructions and it works. And that's what, you're, you're like my Mary Berry.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> so wonderful. And I wasn't familiar with her. I've just Googled her. And there she is, Mary, and then Berry, B-E-R-R-Y, and I will, I will research this more. Well, this is wonderful. Well, you are doing so much to help the people that are in your groups, and I want people right now listening go over to Connie Love's dot me forward slash happiness and this is your happiness garden which I love the idea of a happiness garden how did this come about
1: well following your advice I um I created this wonderful community of people that I've been able to help um, I've got to meet some of them in person as well which was wonderful um, and I've helped them with ditching their stress finding their inner peace and helping them to do more in their lives and do more in their business and Although I made a promise to my husband when we moved all the way to the middle of nowhere, where we are now, and I promised him that I wouldn't take on all these other roles and responsibilities, but I felt really passionate about giving back to the community. So I set up a community support group locally to help business people, and particularly women and particularly mums, because I was passionate about them taking care of themselves in order to take care of their business. So they know I'm passionate about teaching them to look after themselves because they, they get sick of me telling them. But I say that they are the most valuable business asset because they are their business very often. You and I are our business. Yeah. So if they don't look after themselves, it doesn't help their business to flourish. And so they needed to look after themselves, and I helped them by setting self-care boundaries. And this is a really important one scheduling me time into every day, even if it's just for 10 minutes, because just 10 minutes of meditation can often equal four hours of deep sleep. So I created a range of meditations for them that are around 10 minutes long. They'll fit into even the busiest schedule. They loved them so much that they asked me for more, and so I developed all these other things a whole sanctuary full of personal development resources, self-help tools, and a supportive community. And that's what became the Happiness Garden.
0: Well, you know, it's so it's amazing that you're doing this. It's so important. And at some point along the way, it seems that everybody that I talked to, mm-hmm. you know, they were told or somehow they, they got the feeling that spending time on themselves was a selfish thing to do no matter if they had children at home or not, and no matter what they were doing. and I think in the United States, we really push this more than in any group. I I remember as a classroom teacher that the principals used to say, you know, my teachers are the hardest working teachers, and I thought, I don't know that that was ever my goal to be hard working. My goal was to accomplish things and be productive but not to feel, and I used to say that we were in the trenches, like digging ditches. (laughs) I thought, well, no, teaching should be joyous and and all of this. And so at some point, as as I was planning to leave teaching, I started doing the me time, spending time for myself, and all of a sudden I was surrounded primarily by women, but there were men also that did the same thing, and these people were hugely successful. And I thought, I want more of this. I don't want to feel guilty about spending it like just the other day I went down to the local park and I just kind of walked around and I went back to my car and checked my email on my phone and I walked around a little more and for about an hour I was just enjoying some me time and it refreshed me and just like what you're saying it's so important that people listen to what you're teaching in the happiness garden it's crucial to success
1: exactly I love that it is crucial to success and the more successful people you speak to they all have this. They have some ritual in their day. It might be first thing in the morning. They might meditate or they might go for a swim or they might make sure that they get some really energizing food in them, but there will be something that they do. They might just switch off at nighttime. They might say, I don't work after a certain time because that's my family time. What seems to be stopping us, and it happens a lot with the women I speak to particularly, it's about guilt. They feel so guilty taking time for themselves and so often they'll put themselves last they'll be at the end of the queue and i say to them imagine you're like this big well of healing water and there's a big ladle and you're ladling all this energy out to people you know the kids need it your partner needs it your your job needs it your your business associates need it or your customers and clients need it and at the end of the day there's absolutely nothing left and customers and clients would rather work with somebody who is refreshed, rejuvenated, replenished in some way, than somebody that is a martyr to that kind of badge of honor, you know, I've, I've worked really hard and I'm so exhausted. I know I would. I would rather work with, a, particularly a coach, I'd rather work with a coach who is refreshed and energized and is looking after themselves than somebody that's working so hard that they're almost making themselves ill. And often I'll say to my clients, if you can't do it for yourself, do it for other people. When you go away and book a spa day once a month for whatever you need, say to yourself, it's not for me, it's for everybody else around me that's going to benefit. Because when we're okay, when we are nurtured, we become a different person. It's like quality. We have quality time with our children when we feel nurtured. We have, you know, we have more insight. We have more energy. We're there more with our clients because we are well nurtured. When we're exhausted and we're listening and trying to help people, it's very difficult. So we're not really giving them the best of we can. So if we can't do it for ourselves because we feel guilty. Do it for other people. And as you have said, when you speak to the most successful people, most successful entrepreneurs, most successful anything, they will all have this in common. They look after themselves first. It's so, so, so important. And, you know, it's it's not a modern thing either. Leonardo da Vinci has a quote. I haven't got it in front of me. But it's something like... If we go away and spend some time by ourselves calmly, when we come back, we have clearer focus, we get more done. There are so many benefits. And I love, there's a lovely one from the Dalai Lama, and he says, um, I meditate for an hour a day unless I'm really, really busy,
0: then I meditate for two. <laughs> yes, I love that. Well, you know, Heather, as you're speaking, I'm thinking back to the first year when I started taking uh, students. When I finally had, had reached my six figures, and I thought now I, I feel uh, really prepared to teach other people. So it was probably the end of 2007, and this man he was a physician's assistant. So he had gone to school and he lived in rural North Carolina, on the east coast of the United States, and he worked with people that really had difficulty getting to a hospital or or to a doctor on a regular basis. And he was working 60, 70 hours a week, and back then. I was telling everybody, we have to keep working. We have to all day. We've got to be creating content and products and affiliate marketing, all these things. And he said to me once, he said, I don't want to trade what I'm doing now for what you're doing because even though I might make more money, I'm still going to be exhausted from working so many hours. And yeah. that's when I stepped back and thought, gee, that's, that's what I'm projecting to people that this is all about working seven days a week and always being out there and marketing your business. And that's when I really changed how I presented everything and said, no, this is a business that you really can do in 15 to 20 hours a week.
1: Brilliant. Yeah, you're right. Hit the nail on the head. It's so important. It's about quality. It really is. And as you've said, what, what's it worth? You know, what, Everything has a cost. And if working that hard means not enjoying the time that you've worked for, then it's not worth it. You know, my husband and I um, met, through the Prince's Trust, we met a very successful um, businessman once at at an awards dinner, and he had done so well for himself. He owned half of um, a huge county up here, and he had lots and lots and lots of properties, and everyone revered him as somebody that was so highly successful. Very, very, very nice man very approachable and we were chatting to him in the evening and he introduced us to his wife and his children and they were going off for the weekend to stay at his holiday home over in europe and we were asking him where it was and what it was like and he shared with us that he had never visited it he worked so hard that he'd earned enough money to buy his family this beautiful oasis, this gorgeous place, and his wife described it, and it was stunning. And he'd never had the opportunity, or given himself the opportunity, to go and enjoy his the, the fruits of his labor. And I thought that right there, that was such a big learning for me. Right in that moment, I thought that was so sad that he'd worked very hard. Very sad.
0: That's the exact yes. word for it. Yes. It's just, it's just sad. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that something? Well, yeah, I think we have to really spend this time. Now, Now, recently, you and I were trying to connect uh, for a call that we, we finally connected with, but you said, well, no, I'll be with my daughter. She's uh, traveling, during, during doing her music, and I'm yeah. going with her. So tell us about Zoe. Oh,
1: Zoe. How is old is she 18. now? She's amazing. Zoe is 18, and when she was Thirteen. She's always been musical and she's always been a singer. She sang even before she could talk. She was always making up little songs and things. And when she was 13, she came and announced to me, my husband Peter, that she'd found the thing she wanted to do with her life. And it was to make music, to inspire people and to change the world. This is what she announced. She just came to us one day and said this. And we said, okay. And somebody had very kindly sent her a ukulele for a present. And she'd learned to play it, and she'd learned some songs. And from the age of 13, that's what she decided to do. And she went from there. She'd started writing her own songs. And by the age of 16, she was ready to leave school and become self-employed as a singer-songwriter. And we, as well as running our businesses, we can take time off. Uh, sometimes we, we've just come back from tour. We've been off for 10 days touring around the U.K., And she gets invited to the most amazing places. We're going up to the Orkney Folk Festival at the end of May. They're flying us all up there. And uh, she's going to play in their main concert on the Saturday night and do lots of other things and workshops for them. It's brilliant. And we just supported her and said, just get out there, do as much as you can. We'll support you, we'll travel with you. And she's amazing. She's um, released an album. It was voted um, album of the week by one of the national newspapers here. Her first single went to number three um, in Amazon on their downloads. So we're just oh <laughs> we're just delighted with it. She's an absolute star. We love her. Her name is Zoe, Zoe Bestel, and uh, she is a singer-songwriter and she calls herself a ukulele. Um, she's crazy about ukulele, so she <laughs> calls herself a ukulele fanatic.
0: And to, have,
1: to like, yeah,
0: that focus at that young age is just so I know. incredible.
1: She came and asked us for advice. Um, both Peter and I have our own businesses, so she knew that that doing something yourself was possible. But she said to us, what would you advise me to do? And we both said, if you want to be a musician and you want to have a career playing live, you need to get out there and play everything and anything you can. And over the next two years, while she was still at school, she played 300 gigs. So it was, you know, some weekends it was one gig, sometimes it was two or even three. And she she got so much experience under her belt. So she stood in front of huge audiences. It doesn't faze her. She goes on TV. Um, she asked me, when she became self-employed at 16, she asked me to be
0: her manager and
1: she describes me when she introduces me. She says, "This is my mummager. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: I love it, the mummager. I, yeah, I love the word mum. It's it's such a wonderful, wonderful world I, word. I have uh, friends here in in Southern California that are from various parts of of the UK, and they will talk about their mum, or that one <laughs> of their children will say, "Mum, what are you doing?" Something like that. It's funny. All right. Well, tell us, take us through an experience though. When people sign up for the Happiness Garden, and again, I want people to go to Connie Loves dot me forward slash happiness when they join this program is it interactive take us through what they'll experience okay so we've got the first thing that they can experience is to actually go
1: into the online garden and in there there is um, a sanctuary where they can download lots of lovely meditations and they're for different things. I've got one for sleep, one for using every day, one for using when you're faced with stressful situations, Um, one to switch off after work, which is wonderful. I love that one. And they're all around the 10 minutes, so there's no excuse to fit them into your day, into your busiest of schedules, so you get all your meditations. And then I've got some beautiful journals that you can download and write in every day. And there's some personal development courses in there. So there's one... Um, to help you if you want to work on losing weight or giving up something like smoking or something like that and want to actually, if people want to change a lot in their lives, if they've got a goal that they want to achieve, I use all my psychotherapeutic interventions and I've put that into a course that they can download and start straight away. Then you get introduced to the community. It's a lovely supportive online community where people feel very safe. Um, And they come in and they chat, and we celebrate everyone's successes. And if people are feeling guilty about looking after themselves, we can cheer them on. And if people want to, you know, sometimes say, I've had a bad day, we're in there to listen as well. That's one of the the really valuable things that we've built this community up. Now, um, I also offer, and it doesn't happen all the time because I get full up um, quite a lot, but I offer, subject to availability, a coaching one-to-one session with people. And I will make sure that if anybody signs up, when anyone signs up through your link, Connie, I will make sure that they get to work one-to-one with me. And they can either look at how they want to use the garden to get the very, very best out of it, to juice every bit of value out of it. And we'll come up with a blueprint and a plan for them to follow for the whole year. Or they can work on anything they want to remembering that, that I, my background is, is as a psychotherapist. Sometimes yes. people will have something very personal to work on. And as well yeah. as that, every month we go on a journey together. We have a different theme. So in February, we looked at self-love, so self-care and nurturing and all that kind of thing. In March, we're looking at positivity, and everybody's downloaded a positivity journal, and they're working through their 21 days of positivity, and in April, very popular month, it's called Spring Clean, and we look at decluttering, and not just decluttering your home. People are looking at decluttering their life of things that aren't serving them anymore, so it might be it might be beliefs, it might be inner thoughts, it might even be relationships that aren't serving them well. So we do a big decluttering and we look at the emotional benefits of that. So lots of lots of things coming up. We have a health month, we have um, an abundance month, we have a gratitude month. There's lots of things going on. You don't have to get involved in them if you don't want to, but you're very welcome to. And one month out of the year, October, is our me-time month. And at the end of October, we have a retreat day where we all commit to just canceling everything else in our diary and putting in things for ourselves. And I always put some extra nice meditations in there and little treats for us all to do. And we we um, we just check in with each other through the day saying how we're getting on and, and what we're liking to work on. So it's, it's uplifting. It's, nurturing it's a sanctuary people are describing it as their sanctuary so no matter how busy you are or whatever they will pop into the garden for 10 minutes or for an hour or for a whole day it's there for you for the whole year and and people have stayed it's been up and running now for three years and i've got people that joined up at the beginning and they're still in there and they just renew every year because there's always something new blooming and blossoming in the garden
0: I love it. I love it very much and I love how you celebrate successes. I'm okay. I'm in a goal setting and achieving program that every month I'm writing down what my successes are and you know just going to the park as I described and spending about an hour just thinking and doing whatever I wanted to do in my mind that was a success and I wrote that down. So uh you know so important to do all these things. I think what you're doing is really very, very needed in in the world and definitely within our community of people working online because it can mm-hmm. be overwhelming, it can be stressful, and knowing that you have that sanctuary, that safe haven where you can go and talk to people who will understand exactly what you're going through and what you need from other human beings to be able to go on to the next day and make it even more of a success than what you've been Experiencing, I think it's so so important.
1: Oh, thank you. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you for yes. that. Um, yes. because yeah, I can remember, better. you know,
0: you know, your husband Peter. He used to be on uh, social media more because I yes. used to connect with both you and and him. So he's not doing as much on social media.
1: Peter has become my tech department. So as <laughs> 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 well, our businesses have grown. He does a lot of stuff offline. He has a bricks-and-mortar business, if you like, fixing other people's computers and helping them with their technical stuff. And as my business has grown, I've asked him, will he help me more? So he is my tech department. He's always on hand to sort things out for me. I tend to come up with the ideas, and then he has the mission of making them happen. <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> so, That's wonderful. need my okay. Yeah.
0: Yes, because we need people that we can trust and, you know, recently the person that did a whole lot of tech work for me passed away. It was Jeff Hoff. And I went through a period really of mourning of saying, gee, you know, is my business over? What am I going to do next now that I don't have that trusted person? And I have someone else, I won't say I've replaced Jeff, that isn't possible, but I do have someone else that helps me now. And I, I think, you know, I appreciate that type of work much more than I ever did before because that person is really your right arm
1: yes
0: in in yes. any way it's
1: such a partnership yeah. yes yeah.
0: well it's been wonderful spending this time with you heather and this is heather Bestel. am i saying your name correctly Bestel? yes
1: yes okay. that's exactly, you might like this it's um it's french peter's name is french and it is Bestel de les angars but we <laughs> dropped we dropped the end bit it's, it's Far too long. <laughs> okay. So it's just
0: Bestel. Yes. Bestel, Heather Bestel. All right, yes. and again, you'll find all about the happiness garden over at ConnieLoves.me forward slash happiness. And I think that's the happiest uh, ending <laughs> I've ever given to one of my my pretty links that I recommend. I love it. I love through. it. Thank
1: you. Thank you so much. It's been oh, lovely. Oh, you're welcome.
0: It's been and wonderful having you. you. All right, so this is Connie Reagan Green from Huge Profits, TinyList.com, with another call in the podcast series. Remember that I repurpose these into blog posts, teleseminars, podcasts, everything. It's an example of how all of us can build our business and increase our credibility and visibility just in a short time. We've been on for a half hour, and things are going to be out there for the, for the world in cyberspace. <laughs> for years and years to come. So Connie Reagan Green, thanking you for joining us for another call and thank you so much, uh, Heather. Thank you.